Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. The Eternal One is raising up an army. They are clothed in His armour, silver and bright. The army is vast. So awesome is the sight of the army of the Eternal One. As they journey through this life, their armour glistens with His divine light, casting light beams of colour across the landscape. There are billions. In unison they follow the Eternal One. He is their rear guard, their leader, commander and chief. The Eternal One speaks light and life over His Beloved, His people, His army. He gives all of Himself, His love, identity, victory and freedom. The Commander and Chief empowers, equips and transforms each one intimately and personally. For each one is equal, and raised up by the commander and chief as a king and a priest. Together and individually, they are surrendered to the Eternal One's right to rule and reign. His vast army walks in his gospel of peace, empowered to empower others, to empower others to empower others. Together with the Spirit of the Eternal One, the army of the Eternal One says, Come, all who are thirsty, come. Come, drink freely of the living waters of the divine. Many centuries ago, the commander and chief of the army of the Eternal One appeared before a worshipper. He was an ordinary man who simply had faith in the Eternal One. Faith is that he believed in the Eternal One and chose to worship only Him. He was surrendered to the will of his commander-in-chief. The worshipper lived out of a relationship of worship. That is a heart-to-heart connection with the Eternal One a relationship the Eternal One initiates and He fulfills. The worshipper's name was Joshua. In Joshua's lifetime, he had seen and experienced it all. He was born into slavery to the world superpower of the time, the Egyptians. With his people, He was protected from and lived through the judgment that was brought upon the gods of Egypt. Joshua witnessed the mighty deliverance power of the Eternal One. He saw the Eternal One open up the Red Sea and make a pathway to walk right through. Together with his people, Joshua walked through the ocean as if it was dry ground. That same ocean that provided freedom 
was the same ocean that brought about the death of those who chose to align themselves with the gods of Egypt, and as a result, came under their judgment. As Joshua's people turned away from their deliverer, Joshua saw and experienced the Eternal One's amazing grace. For the Eternal One never left them, nor forsook them. He journeyed with them and provided for them. Yet Joshua's people failed to enter into the Promised Land. For when the Eternal One had said it was time, they refused to enter in. Even though both Joshua and Caleb were ready to enter in all that the Eternal One had given them, their people refused to listen and would not enter in. So as a people, they continued to wander in the wilderness. Yet the Eternal One was still there with them. He was intimate and personal with the individuals who chose him. As the years passed, the time had come again, this time for the next generation to possess all that the Eternal One had given them. For they had chosen to worship the Eternal One. It was to be a new era in their journey with Him, where every individual had a part in His incredible wonders. Joshua chapter 6 verses 1 to 2 Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valour. The Eternal One said to Joshua, who represented his people, See, the Eternal One is opening their eyes to see what the Eternal One had already given them. He speaks his words over them and empowers them to live in the reality of what he has given. In this instance, the Eternal One has declared that he has given them Jericho and the right to rule and reign in that land. As the king represents the right to rule and reign, and the mighty men represent the army under that rule. This is also a powerful truth for us today. The Eternal One has given us the right to rule and reign. In Jesus' victory over death, we have his eternal life. In Jesus' victory over humanity's selfish desires, we have his spiritual food, his spiritual food of choosing to surrender our self-will to that of the glorious Father's will. For his perfect will is for us to receive his freedom from slavery to our selfish desires, where we live in the reality of the daily journey of victory in surrender and receive. Surrender of self-will and receive more of his will and character. More of his love, his joy, his peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control and his faithfulness.
In Jesus' victory over evil, we have his power and authority over the lies and accusations of the evil one and every demon who follows him. We can rest, stand, and live in the reality of his truth. The evil one has to bow to Jesus. Jesus gives each individual who calls on his name his identity, his power and authority, his armour and his victory. His identity includes his righteousness or rightness, where we are holy and blameless before the Eternal One. So back to Joshua and the ancient Israelites' possession of what the Eternal One had already given them. So let's discover more about the Eternal One. Joshua chapter 6, verses 3 to 5. You shall march around the city, all you men of war, you shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass, when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up every man straight before him. So the Eternal One provides the ancient Israelites with a strategy that everyone is involved in. A strategy for them to be able to believe and receive all that the Eternal One has already given them. In this instance, possess the promised land. It is important that we understand that this strategy given by the Eternal One is not some magic formula for us to copy. It is given by the Eternal One to the ancient Israelites for their specific purpose. It is a beautiful example of how the Eternal One reached down into their culture and belief system in a way that they would understand and be able to receive and believe. For six days they would march around, once each day. Throughout the Bible, the number six usually represents humanity. As on the sixth day, the Eternal One created humanity. The number one usually represents the one true God, the Eternal One, the Divine Light. So each day, for six days, the ancient Israelites, together with the Eternal One, would march around Jericho. The seventh day, they would march around seven times. Seven throughout the Bible usually means perfection or completion, rest and holiness. On the seventh day, the Eternal One declared it holy. On that day he rested, as he has completed all his creation work. On the seventh day, the ancient Israelites will not only see the victory of the Eternal One, 
but they will possess it. That is, live in the reality of all the Eternal One had already given them. Living out of that place of rest in the Eternal One's victory and in His work. Even living out of that place of victory and rest is a work of the Eternal One within each and every believer. Let us continue through Joshua chapter 6, verses 6 to 7. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Proceed! And march around the city, and let him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. Interestingly, the ark of the covenant was to be with them. Inside the ark, or coffered shaped gold plated wooden box, were three items. Each one was placed under the mercy seat of forgiveness in the ark. So buried in the coffin of the ark were the Ten Commandments, Aaron's rod that had budded, and a golden urn that had the manna from heaven. The Ten Commandments were written by the finger of the Eternal One, and they were given to the ancient Israelites to reveal to them their need for a saviour, given to them in a way they would understand and together with the offerings and sacrifice system that the Eternal One had given them, the ancient Israelites were empowered to receive the forgiveness that is always there for them. Also in the ark is Aaron's rod that budded. This was a miracle by the Eternal One, and he did it in the eyes of the rebellious ancient Israelites. It was confirmation to be kept as a sign against them and a testimony of God's mercy. The golden urn that had the manna was to remind them of the Eternal One's provision for them, even through their wandering years. So together with the Ark of the Covenant of the Eternal One, he reminded them of who he is and what he has done for them and their covenant relationship. Let us continue. Joshua chapter 6, verses 8 to 20. So it was, when Joshua had spoken to the people, that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpets and the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard came after the Ark, while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, Shout! Then you shall shout. 
So he had the ark of the Lord circle the city, going around it once. Then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. Then seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets. And the armed men went before them. But the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord, while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. So they did six days. But it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early, about the dawning of the day, and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. On that day only they marched around the city seven times. And the seventh time it happened, when the priests blew the trumpets, that Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Now the city shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction, it and all who are in it. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all who were with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. And you, by all means abstain from the accursed things, lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed things and make the camp of Israel a curse, and trouble it. But all the silver and gold, and vessels of bronze and iron, are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets, and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. So on the seventh day it happened, just as the Eternal One said it would. Everyone together in unison went up into the city, which the Eternal One had given to them. The fortress wall around the city was completely flattened. The Eternal One gave them a strategy that helped them believe and receive all that He had already given them. And for us today, the Eternal One continues to raise up an army. It is splendid and glorious for all to see. As we journey through this life, every disciple of Jesus is part of his army, each one a king and a priest. Immersed in his identity, his armour, his truth, his love and power, we stand. As we stand, we are at rest in him and live in the fullness of all he has given us. For our commander and chief has done it all, and Jesus is his name. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.